Welcome back to part two of Ed and Dom's cricket podcast previewing the Ashes series, which starts tomorrow night at Edgebaston. In this part, we're going to uh, be looking mainly at the England squad, but we're also going to be giving our predictions for the series. Uh, interested to see what Dom thinks. He's usually always predicting Australia are going to lose, but he's, he's been quite um, positive today, which has been surprising about the uh, 17-man squad. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Now, uh, I guess, Dom, no real surprises, the 14-man squad. All the, all the big names are there. Uh, was anyone... Lucky to be there or unlucky to miss out that you can think of on the top of your head? <laughs> James Vince? No. Lucky to be there. I mean, wow. Um, look, I, I, I think Rory Burns, you'd have to say, is probably lucky to, lucky to be there. Um, you know, they've got a problem. They've got problems, at the, uh, and I think they're well well known at the top of the order, England. Um, and I think, you know, conversely, we've got them in the middle order. So it's, it's a, where, where do you want to have them? You want to have them up the top, or you want to have them in the middle? Who, who knows? But um, look, I think it's a it's a strong um, squad. Uh, you know, you've got Root, you've got uh, Stokes, uh, Bearstow, Butler. Butler. You know, I mean, those guys are quality players. And, um, good and seam Car- attack. yeah, good seam attack. Sam Curran, who can bat as well. Um, that's the thing that England have, I, I guess. That over Australia is at the depth with the bat. Um, I have to say that um, I think it's like I mentioned in the in the previous um, podcast. Uh, the um, Australia's depth is 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 added to with Pattinson there, um, with Nisa in the squad. But but England have it, I think, over Australia at the moment. Um, you know, Archer's going to make a real difference. Uh, he had a really good World Cup. Um, I, I guess there'd be some concern over Stuart Broad. He's he's obviously got a great record. Well, he doesn't bat much anymore. He's purely a no, bowler. Yeah, yeah, but, I, but I'm talking about yeah, yeah. I'm talking about his bowling. I mean, he, he you know, um, he he's not the same bowler he was. He does lift though. He's got a great record in Ashes. Yeah, series. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at home. I mean, last week, the Test match against Ireland, do you read much into that? England probably hung no. over from their World Cup triumph and they were skittled for 85. Tim Murtagh did expose that, that top order and there were some loose shots there, but they, they did go on to, to win convincingly in the yeah. end. Yeah, which you know, I think was always going to happen. But, um, oh, look, Tim Murtagh's, a, a, I think we were just talking about it, weren't we, off air, a quality, um, a quality campaigner and he's um, a stalwart. He's you know, so, yeah, that was probably no surprise. And, yeah, a bit of a hangover, um, but look, their their bowling attack is is their strength, I would say, at the moment, um, and it's really going to come down to this series, I think. Not so much about. I think it's a given that Australia's bowlers will bowl well. I think the the result's going to come down to how how well uh, Australia's uh, relatively inexperienced batting lineup handle um, England's experienced bowlers. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the the makeup of the England side. It, it looks like. Jason Roy and Rory Burns will open the batting. Now, Jason Roy, I don't mind the selection because I can see what they're thinking. He's They're thinking maybe they can do a you know a David Warner, although he's a lot further advanced in his career. He's purely a white ball specialist, Jason Roy, with a, a fairly mediocre first-class record. I think they've just gone with the fact that, look, if Roy can come off and get the odd 60 every now and then, we'll cop that because it'll be quick runs on the board. I can't see him getting big hundreds, but there's just no one. England have gone through so many openers since Alistair Cook. If they had a traditional test match opener, I'm sure they would have picked him, but I just don't think it's there, and they've just taken the risk on Roy. It, 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 it doesn't work, mate. You know, I mean, we tried it last summer, didn't we, with, with Finch. I mean, and, and Finch, in my view, is a better player than Jason Roy. Okay. Certainly more technical. Um, Jason Roy is a slogger, mate, essentially. Um, and, yeah, he's been really effective and very good um, over the last you know, 12 to 24 months in England's ODI setup, 
but it just does, it's it, test cricket's a completely different game. Um, it, 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 yeah, it just doesn't work. He did get a seventy against Ireland, but he could have been out about eight times. I watched that in oh. and it was it was hit and miss. Again, we're not reading too much into that match, but um, what it does do is it really highlights you know the quality of um, Strauss, but particularly Cook. I mean, in those that, conditions, that, that, get runs. Yeah, I mean, he opened the batting in England. Most so most of his innings are, are in England in those conditions, and you know that guy's record is unbelievable. I mean, he's one of the greats of the game, in yeah. my view. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so it's not, you know, it, it's no surprise really that if you lose a caliber of an Alistair Cook, you're going to struggle a little bit. Yeah. What about could could you essentially bring someone up from that middle order, like a, a Johnny Bairstow, and say to Jason Roy bat at five and six? That could that could work. I mean, it would be maybe sacrificing Bairstow's strength, which would be trying to pummel the old ball. Oh, yeah. Look, I, no, I think the, you could do that, yeah, obviously. But, no, I, I think you're taking away a strength to your papering yeah. over cracks. So I, I think they'd rather leave someone like Roy and just sort of roll the dice yeah. and hope that Bairstow can get runs um, over the line. Rory Burns. Now, he earned his spot in the English side. He's been pretty consistent. He does play on one of the better wickets over there, plays for Surrey. So it's one of the flatter wickets at the Oval. So his, his first-class average is maybe a few points higher than it would be if he's playing elsewhere. But... He's sort of, you know, late 20s, probably in his peak batting years, but you look at that technique, and I think Australian bowlers are going to be um, queuing up the bowling. Wow. <laughs> well, I read an article by uh, Ian Chappell the other day, and he said exactly that, that uh, uh, he said something along the lines of Tim Payne to be getting a knock on the door from all Australian basketballers asking to take that first rock. <laughs> he's not afraid to give his thoughts Ian Chappell. He was but, um, uh, he had a few opinions. Yeah, but uh, look, he'll struggle. Rory Burns, to be perfectly honest. And um, Joe Denley, I mean, again, a, a guy with a, a, a reasonable first class, he's an experienced player, but he's, just, he's only played three tw- tests and average of 24. I think he's probably passed his best a little bit as a batsman. Again, it just goes to show the lack of quality top order players at the moment going around in this squad. I, I expect, I think Joe Root has to bat at three, or do you just take the risk and say we're happy to be no, two or three for 60? No, I think Root will bat three. Um, I think uh, that that's what they will do. Uh, he doesn't want to, um, and there's been a you know a, a lot said about that. Um, I think you know when you when you've when, you, when you're captain and you're the best player, best bat in your team. I think you need to step up really in that situation. I, you know, I think he's sort of erred and made an error there. Um, sort of, you know, not sort of taking the bit between the teeth and just saying, yeah, I'll bat three, that's going to be... The fact that he's sort of made a big deal of it, I think, you know, I think he'll end up doing it. I think that's been a bit of a problem for them. But, um, look, it, it, it highlights really what they've got two guys, and I guess you could say we're, we're the same because we've got Wade, but you've got Bearstow and Butler. I mean, even their middle order, they've got two keepers batting in the middle order. So, essentially, their middle order depth, I mean, their batting depth, full stop, um, is... is, is thin on the ground. Joe Denley's been a quality player. Um, I don't think he's um, quite reached his potential. Yeah. Um, I think he had a lot of potential. That's like saying Sean Marsh hasn't reached his potential. No, he's exactly. Same, same, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A, it's the same sort of player. He has an element of class to his yeah, batting. he does, yeah. Um, and batting four, you know, I mean, that probably gives you an opportunity rather than opening. Uh, you mentioned the middle order, probably a strength of the English side. Bearstow, Stokes, Butler, they'll all be in the team. I imagine, are they giving Bearstow the gloves or Butler the gloves? Might give I think Besto keeps, yeah. yeah. And um, Butler Fields, yeah. But, but um, yeah, that, mate, absolutely, that's his strength. Stokes, I mean, he's the sort of player that the bigger the occasion, the more he tends to rise. Sometimes he can be a little bit off when the, the, the stakes are low, but 
It's a pretty experienced middle order as well. You look, Stokes has played 52 tests, Bairstow 64, and Butler's played 31. They all average sort of in the mid-30s, but I guess that's the sort of players they are. They may fail one innings, but they may come out and win you a test match from number six or number seven, where we probably don't have a player in that five, six, or seven that can come out and win you a test. No, we, we don't. Bat. I mean, they're, they're, they're undoubtedly, they, they've got us covered in, that, in those areas. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, they're quality players. I think Stokes, because he's with his... The bowling as well, he sort of you know, gets into the game in some respect, doesn't he? So well, if he fails with the bat, he'll come come back with the ball. 127 wickets at 31. That's that's pretty impressive for a number six batsman. I think he'll be uh, player of the series. Okay, you meant to save your predictions, but oh, you, sorry, snuck, you sorry. snuck that one in yet. Stokes player <laughs> of the series. So uh, Dom just maybe showing his cards there. Uh, bowling attack. We said it's it's a strong. It's a it's a very on paper. You look at it and you got. Over a thousand wickets between Broad and Anderson. Then you've got Chris Wokes, who's been in good form in the World Cup and demolished Ireland the other week. And then add in Joffre Archer, who uh, was a big part of that World Cup winning side. And uh, that's a potent bowling attack, Don. Uh, yeah, I mean, who, who do you leave out? Um, we're having that chat off, off air as well. I, I think they'll play Archer. Can you imagine um, England not playing Archer at Edgbaston losing the Test match? Can you imagine the uproar. I mean, the likes of Michael Vaughan would just go on and on and on. Well, maybe um, maybe they think that the same. I saw Trevor Bayliss a few quotes just today where he said, "Look, it's it's a long it's a long summer." And um, you know, Joffrey Arch has come off the back of a, a pretty taxing World Cup in his first um, bout of international cricket, and you know, they, he might be the same as someone like Stark. They might just want to let him loose um, in a couple of Test matches. Will he get through five Test matches bowling like he does? He always looks like he's sort of half injured and stuff. And I know he can crank it up, but Chris Wokes has been bowling really well. I don't think... I think there's... The jury's out on Joffre Archer in terms of... Red, what's his red ball cricket? Uh, he Background. Yeah, he doesn't have That's um, what I mean. a lot of experience in red yeah. ball cricket. So, yes, he's white ball cricketers. And, but even in... You could argue that even in, in you know, ODIs and, and white ball cricket. I mean, it really has been picked on the back of some solid T20 form for the, the Hurricanes. But then, um, I mean, you could say he did the job. In the oh, World Cup, it, you know? yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he was their um, best bowler in that World Cup. But uh, he certainly played his part. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I guess my point is that, you know... He is a bit of an enigma. Um, you know, his red ball uh, cricket is fairly limited. Experience is fairly limited. So who's to say that, you know, he's going to have the same impact? He could, he could you know, leak runs, he, you know, so he could, you know, it's, he might not be the bowler that, you know, the, um, that the English press and the English selectors seem to, to think he is. I think, he, I think they'll need to play him at some point. Well, I think from a, just a batter's point of view, if I'm um, Cameron Bancroft or whatever, I, I don't want him to play. Because he's the guy who can bowl quickest. He's the guy who can hurt you, and that, that's Sometimes, a factor, mate. Yeah, that's, that's a factor true. in that's it. True. When, when you want to get after even tail enders, that, that mental thing where Australia used to have a Stark to rough up tail enders, and you can, it's a, it's a tactic now across the world where it doesn't matter if, if it's easy to get a guy out by bowling line length, they try and rough up eight, nine, ten, eleven yeah, to do. rattle them for that, the that's series. Been, that's that, that's been the case ever since really the, yeah. the, the West Indies started all those. And I sure can do but, that. Yeah, I, I, I agree, but. Um, he can also leak runs at the top. I mean, okay. yes, he's quick. Out-and-out pace doesn't necessarily matter. It's a great asset, no doubt. I mean, I guess my point is that those guys can also be expensive and they can go they can go the distance, particularly somewhere like Edgebaston. Well, we've seen in the past Australia, um, you know, Mitchell Johnson struggled in England. Well, Fast Brett, Brett Lee didn't have a great no. um, record in England. Yeah. And, and, and that's my point, that, you know, 
yes, the, the, you've got that sort of fear factor, I guess, and yes, he's quick, and yes, but particularly, you know, with 8, 9, 10, 11, um, you know, he can blow them away, potentially. But those ty- these types of bowlers can also leak runs at the top if they don't get it right. Sure. And uh, Anderson and Broad, I mean, they're legends of English cricket. 37, though, Jimmy Anderson. He turned 37 before this test match, coming off a, you know, a calf injury. He's had a few of them, but 575 test wickets. Best best bowler in the world with the juke ball. I think that's unquestioned. Uh, will he do it again to Australia? Will he have him in circles? Or It's hard to, it's, it, it's hard to say that he won't, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I think he'll be 45 and they'll wheel him out uh, whenever Australia <laughs> tour him over. You know, I mean, he just seems to... Loves Edge Basson as well. Oh, he, I think he loves bowling in England uh, to Australia. Um, you know, I, I just, I can't see... Yeah, what would be interesting is whether or not he's he lasts five tests. Yeah. Because he is 37. He, ha- he is coming off an injury, so he's no spring chicken anymore. Uh, five ashes, and they're, and they're, they're pretty condensed, these five tests yep. as well. So he might not play every game, and I think that could be a problem for England. Um, Stuart Broad, the same. Any particular batter that you think in the Australian team off the top of your head that you think you might get after? I think Warren has done quite well against Anderson in the past, but um, they might be looking at someone like Bancroft's technique with yeah, that yeah, wide back so. lift. And I, I think Bancroft, for sure. Um, I, he'll, he'll look to target the, the inexperienced. You know, Warner and Smith will be okay, I think. You know, so if you're Kawhi will need to do I, well against him. I, I think, Big test. For I think Kawaja, Bancroft, Head and Wade to a certain extent you know, will be um, on the lookout it. for Anderson now. Stuart Broad, he's uh, like we said, he, he lifts rashes occasions. Uh, you'd expect him to play this Test match, but again, England, England got really good depth in that fast bowling. Uh, Mo and Ali, we haven't mentioned him. He's sort of your mate. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He was a horrible in, in the last Ashes series, but that was out in Australia, and he, he slogged and he looked scared of the fast bowling, and his bowling offered nothing. But uh, I think you mentioned there's a number of lefties in this Australian batting lineup, and he's, he's a better cricketer um, in home condition. I'm giving you a rap, mate. At, yeah, mate, you, you sledged him... Uh, Mercilessly, and I was right. <laughs> he, he got dropped. Uh, I think he's a better cricketer than you give him credit for. Um, but, yeah, he had a poor tour out here last night. If he was Australian, time. you'd be bagging, you know, what out of him? The way he bats. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Uh, look, I think, he's a, I think he's a solid cricketer. I don't think he's a world beater, but yeah. I think he's a solid cricketer. I think he's, I think he's you know, better than, as I say, you, you give him credit for it. Undoubtedly had a bad tour out here. I think he'll be a handful over there. Is he, he an auto- automatic over. selection, or could England play all four quicks? And oh, they could play, no, they could play. Yeah, they could do that for sure. Based on conditions? Yeah, Edge Baston so. probably so. plays. And, and they might, that, that might happen in one of these tests. might not happen in the first test. Um, I, I guess the only thing there is... You know, you're resting your, your, your fast bowlers, and that's why, uh, you know, teams like to pick a spinner um, just to hold an end uh, for a while. But, uh, you know, someone like Joe Root could potentially take that. Okay. Uh, before we give our predictions, let's look at the five uh, test matches. Edgebaston, Lords, Headingley, Old Trafford, the Oval Dom. What are you expecting from the pitches? Usually, last couple of Ashes series, there's been wickets with a fair bit in them that will suit, you know, the English seam attack. Are you expecting that again? Or given it's very late in the summer? Uh, off the back of the World Cup, that we might get some some drier conditions. Uh, well, hard I, to predict, I, isn't it? It is, but look, I, I think Lord's always got to be in it. I think England will um, produce wickets that'll suit them. That's what I think. And what suits them? Well, uh, you know, clearly your your, your green tops. Okay. Um, you only have to look at uh, the we. Yeah, I think it was last tour that. Um, it could have even been one-one leading into that, or it was certainly close anyway to that Trent Bridge test. And then all of a sudden, we'll roll for sixty or seventy. Um, 
Yeah, it was 2-1, and then they that's how they won it, 3-1. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just think, I, I think that's what they'll do. Um, and um, Edgebaston, their record there is phenomenal. Um, it's almost like their gather, which is why they've um, scheduled the first test there. Lords Australia's record at Lords is very good. Except for the last um, tour where we got felt again. Yeah, but... Yeah. But, um, Headingley, we've actually won. Overall. I remember being in Headingley in 2009 where we won convincingly. Um, but that's that'll be another hostile reception in Leeds. They don't um, well, that was your take mate, a step that, back. That, that was your mate Sill and um, Clarky that, uh, yeah. that, that uh, rolled in ran, for about yeah, 100 the first day. So, um, Old Trafford and the Overlook. Uh, Headingley, I think, actually suits England better than Australia because of that. I think it's a seeming deck. I think, you know, we'll, we'll struggle. I think Jimmy Anderson will bowl. Um, yep. Exceptionally well there. Um, yeah, the Oval and Old Trafford tend to be harder decks, and certainly the Oval tends to be sort of a batter's paradise, really, doesn't it? It tends to be um, quite hard. And, uh, Ball and, might and spin there more than, than other places. Um, and Old Trafford could be dry. Uh, it just depends on the weather, too. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like in Edgebaston, it's the height of summer. They've had these 30 degrees, you know, all the problems out with their shirts off over the last couple of Heat weeks. Wave. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, the, the, it's supposed to rain three to five days. Uh, oh, don't tell me that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes they say over there when you're looking to, when you win the toss, to look up rather than look down in, in England, look yeah, at the, uh, yeah. the overhead conditions, so yeah. that'll, that'll play a role. Um, let's get on to our predictions. Uh, before we do an actual series prediction, look for Australia, uh, most runs, Tom. I'm just going to go with the obvious. I think Steve Smith will get the most runs. I think he'll have the bit between his teeth. His technique may may come under a little bit of scrutiny there, but I still think he's our best player um, by a stretch. Well, uh, Kawaja, mate, most runs? No, I'm not picking Kawaja for my most runs. No, I thought I you were thinking of a surprise back I then. think Warner. Uh, okay. I think he'll do. I think he'll do well. I'm a bit concerned about Steve Smith actually. Okay. Um, his form sort of fell away in that World Cup, um, and two scores below ten in that internal trial. Um, you'd expect a player of his quality, even within those difficult uh, conditions, to have uh, made a better fist to that. I, I, I don't think he's um, batting as well as he as he possibly can. Um, and I've heard Kerry O'Keefe say something similar actually um, on Fox. So look, I, I, I'm going to go Warner. Okay. What about a player that might um, surprise and do well? Do you think there's anyone in that batting lineup yeah, like a Wade. Wade? Yeah, I think Wade. Uh, I think he'll be a surprise packet. Do you think he'll last a series then? That number six, he'd have to if he's going to be a surprise. Oh player. yeah, I think so, yeah. and I and I'd hope so. I think he's earned it, and um, yeah, he'd be my surprise packet. I think uh, Kawhi's going to have a good series. I know you look at me like um, it's biased it's opinion, but but no, I just think it's his time, mate. He has to. You know, it's his last I chance. You said that every series. No, 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 no. I just think it's his time, mate. It's his. You know, it's been his time for about the last five years. That's my point. That's my point. They're entrusting <laughs> him now, and there's going to be no more. Lord Ravi just says he's got to come good or something. Uh, and I also, th- I also think Bancroft will do okay. I, I think he may um, the sort of guy who looks like he's come back from a massive setback with, yeah, with a bit of steel. Uh, I think Tra- player who might struggle. I think Travis Head's going to struggle. His technique over I there. I think he's too. got good runs against um, weakish opposition. Um, 50, he averages 50 in eight tests, so he's got to be a, a lay-down pick. But I, I just think if one player in that middle order may struggle, it might be Travis Head. I, I think, oh yeah, well, I'd say Kawaja and Head are okay. going to struggle. Um, I, I see Kawaja really coming under the pump after, after the first test. Well, you'll, you'll certainly be reminding me if he fails oh. in once. You know, <laughs> don't worry about two or three chances of one, one chance. Um, bowling attack, who's going to take... 
the most wickets. Oh, I'm just going to go with Nathan Lyon because he's, he's going to play every test. He's going to bowl probably you know 30 overs an innings or 20 overs an innings. So I think he'll take our most wickets. I'd say I'm going to go Pattinson. Really? Yeah. Oh, you should go down the tab and have a bet because he's not going to play all five tests. He won't laugh. He doesn't need to, mate. Really? No, well, he's he going to play. I think he'll. I think he'll take back balls when he plays. Wow. I, I, I'm going to go pants it up. Lion, Lion will do well. Lion, um, Lion, and I guess Cummins will probably be the favourites to take most wickets. But I think um, Cummins, he'd hope to play all all five tests. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Lion, uh, you, you, I I'll suppose. You, yeah, you've said our best quick, so I suppose you, you, you're predicting a quick that might struggle for Australia. Uh, I'm going to say Hazelwood. That's a surprise. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I could Stark. Yeah, well, Stark's sitting on the bench, so I guess he can't struggle if he's sitting on the bench. Well, he won't sit on the bench all the time. No, no. All right, England, um, <laughs> most runs. I think I'm going to go with the captain, Joe Root. I know he's batting three, but he's a world-class player. And I think uh, I think Josh Butler will have a big series. I think Stokes will do okay, but I'm going to go Root and Butler, England's best two batters. Yeah, I'm going to go best, though. I think he's um, a quality player. Coming off a, a pair against Ireland, mate. Good preparation. I think he's confident. Oh, he probably, what was he batting left-handed? I mean, yeah, I think it he looked I, like he should have been. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's a quality player. I think he'll he'll um, top the, the the scoring for for England. That's um, a big call. Stokes, Joe Stokes Root. close to him. I I think Joe Root. Like I, I said before, um, I, I think he's uncomfortable at three. Okay. Well, I mean. He still averages about fifty-eight in Test match cricket. So yeah, but he's even average, if he averages forty-eight. He's, he's average. Yeah, that's true. But he's average at he, he, bulk of his runs are at four. If you look at his compare his averages at three and four, and it does make a difference. Smith's the same. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes with these guys, you know, where they bat for whatever reason seems to have this mental hold on them. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go best. Uh, English player that might struggle in that batting lineup. I think you know, Rory Burns will probably struggle, and I think I think the openers. Both openers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that top order is going to be up against it. Any surprise packets in the English side? I guess the, the Not, Chris Wokes or Jofra Archer maybe probably wouldn't be a surprise packet. Mo and Ali performing well might be a surprise <laughs> to me. Actually, that, that wouldn't be a bad call, actually. Um, look, I... No, I don't think there's not. In the, I, I can't see the likes of Burns or anyone getting a lot of runs. So in terms of runs, it'll be the, the usual suspects. So no surprises there. Um, yeah, perhaps Wokes. I mean, their their bowlers even are fairly experienced. Sam Curran might be a surprise back, and I think he won't he, play. I, I reckon he'll play at some point. No, I, I think he's. A, I think I'm, I've got big wraps on him. I'd be surprised if he plays. Although it's a long series, a five test series. Um, uh, Leading wicket taker for England for the series. Are you going to go the obvious, Jimmy Anderson? It's hard to go past him, although he is 37 with a couple of injuries. I think I'm going to stick with Jimmy Anderson as their leading wicket taker for the series. I think he'll play at least four tests, and if he does, he'll take 20, 25 wickets. Yeah, just to be different, I'm going to go Wokes. Okay. Uh, I think he's, again, I think he's a quality, a quality bowler. He's in form. Um, yeah, great in English conditions. Not you know, In Australia, it would be different, but... Um, Obviously, they're not playing in Australia, so yeah, I'm going to go Wokes. Okay, and now the all-important all series prediction, Dom. I, I sort of tossed and turned on this. A few months ago, I thought, well, England are going to win 5-0. Then a month ago, I thought, well, I know England look really weak. Australia are playing well over there. We're going to get Smith and Warner back, and we're going to win. Uh, I, I think we've lost our last four series there, and I think we've lost some of those series with better sides than what we've got now. So, I, I, But in saying that, I think England's... Batting attack, uh, batting top order is 
the worst one they've had in those five series. Of course, they've had Cook and Strauss and, and guys like Triscothic and guys like that going back. So I, I think there's going to be a result in every test match. I think most series over there, even though England won the last four, most have been fairly tight. Most have been decided either in the second last or last test, apart from 2009 where it was 3-0. Uh, sorry, 2013 was 3-0. I'm going to... I think Archer... If, if, if England didn't have Archer, I'd say they'd maybe... That might be the difference. I'm going to go England 3-2, but I think it could be a really topsy-turvy Ashes. Bowlers will dominate for mine. There'll be a result. Unless the rain comes into play, there'll be a result. I think it'll be 2 all going to the Oval, and then England will win the last test. I hope to be wrong, but that's my predicted Results, bowler dominated, and England to win 3-2. You? I think it'll definitely be bowler dominated. Um, I I think there'll be a washout uh, or a you know yeah. a rain affected draw um, at some point along the five test matches, um, just with the unpredictability of the English weather. So that means four results. Obviously, uh, I'm going to go three one England. Um, I think uh, Australia's away record, you know, is has been very poor. Um, well, I mean, South Africa just got beat by Sri Lanka 2-0 at home, and we're coming off, off a loss to South Africa. So, like well, you said, yeah, what, that's not great form line. No. I mean, what was our... Yeah, when was the last away series when we had? 2000... Well, the last Ashes series away was 2001. 2001, I know that. But what was, um, what was the last away series? When? Uh, West, no, it wouldn't have been West Indies. Yeah, probably it probably was. Years. No, I reckon we would have beaten... We didn't beat Sri Lanka last while. time. We, we, we lost to Sri Lanka away. It would have been probably would have been the West Indies, and goodness knows how long that was. So, um, you know, New Zealand. Like, we beat New Zealand in twenty sixteen. I think. I guess. I guess it's. I guess you could say that you know the the, the like any. That's what they always say about these. You know, uh, the length of these losing streaks is the you know the longer they go on, the closer you get to your next next win. Um, so at some point, Australia going to have to snap that. Um, I lot. I do, I do think they are on the right track in terms of I like the way that they've selected their squad. I like the way that they're talking about playing, talking about using strategy a bit more rather than just this, you know, bravado, blow, you yeah, know, yeah. blow them away. It just yeah, doesn't yeah. work in England. No. Um, so, but I just, I, 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 I just feel that their batting is, is still a little bit brittle. Um, I think there are um, concerns about... Um, some of their key bowlers that I've mentioned before, I think Pattinson will be very good, but uh, and I think Lyon will be solid as always. Yep. Um, but you know the so-called top three have, have struggled, uh, and and I just think you know whilst Ever Anderson and Broad um, are, are there in the mix, um, and you've got Bairstow, Root, Butler, and and Stokes in that middle order, I just think they're going to be too strong. Yeah. So um, I think Australia will probably win at Lords. Um, I think they will lose fairly convincingly at Edgebaston just because of England's record there. Um, I think uh, Headingley will suit them and um, and they'll, they'll win either Old Trafford or the Oval. So okay. um, but there'll be a washout in there somewhere. So I'm going to say 3-1 England. All right. I've, I've got Australia winning at Lords and I think they can win at Old Trafford. I think England will win Edgebaston, Headingley and, and maybe that showdown. Uh, at the Oval, so that's that's so all. You're, we... So you're predicting, sorry mate, you're predicting that to be a um, uh, a decider at the Oval. I mean, how good would that be if it, if it was the case? Exactly, and that's that's the thing about these two teams is even though they they may not have a few of the, the huge superstars of the past like a Peterson or Shane Warne or McGrath, but they're evenly matched and generally, Dom, the the series in England for me 
are far more captivating than series out here. Oh, yeah. Just the conditions. Yeah. I like having the swinging ball. I like seeing techniques tested. You see yeah. good batters come to the fore. So yeah, I, I, I completely agree. If you, you know, if you look at the series, they've been far more entertaining than ones. I mean, England, you know, of late have come over here and been blown away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's far better, far better over there. Australia's record at the Oval is pretty good. Would I you say, say? I mean, this is a hypothetical question. Would you say if these two teams right now went to Australia and played a five-test series, would Australia be morals? Oh, Australia would win fairly comfortably. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, it's, it means nothing because the series is in England, but Australia have, have, have dominated at home recently against England, whereas England have won without. I, I would say, I, I, yeah, I, I take. We're closer to winning there than they are to winning. Yeah, and I agree, uh, and I take. I certainly take yeah. your point. I, I think if this series was being played in Australia, it would be, um, you know, weather permitting, it'd be four slash five nil uh, to Australia. I just think our bowling attack, yeah, um, and their 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 bowling attack out here just don't, doesn't doesn't suit, and their batting's brittle. So I think it'd be four or five nil. Yeah, but we'll have to wait a couple a couple more years for that, mate. So anyway, that's our preview for the Ashes. Looking forward to the first test at Edge Baston starting tomorrow night.